you know what, we got to respect each other regardless of who and what we are. And this is what I love about Under Armour, that they recognize the need of every single athlete, regardless of their color, religion, background. I think fitness is something that brings everybody together, no matter who you are, what you are. We need to involve everyone. We need to include everyone. We need to work together as a team. This is Sweat the Details, a collaboration with Under Armour and iHeartRadio, a sports and training podcast made for women by women. I'm Meg Boggs. I'm a powerlifter, author, body positivity advocate, and mother. And I'm Monica Jones. I'm a fitness coach, boxer, business owner, and UA athlete. Every episode, Meg and I will talk to athletes, trainers, and experts and learn more about how the body and mind work together in training and competition. That's right. And in today's episode, we are very excited to be talking to personal trainer and Under Armour athlete, Saman Munir. Saman is a mother of three and contributed to the design of the first UA sport hijab, which is just incredible. Yes, Saman is truly a force. Not only has she helped create a fitness-focused design for women who wear hijabs, but she is also a passionate advocate for underrepresented women in fitness. And of course, we all know we need that. She is so incredibly inspiring. I think Saman is just a perfect example of how we as women are so many things. We are mothers, warriors, teachers, creators, partners. As a mom myself, I'm definitely going to want to talk to Simon about the balance of motherhood and training and maybe even how she sees motherhood connected to her own fitness journey. I love that, Meg. The other thing I want to point out is that Saman is a role model for young Muslim women. I love how she talks about drawing confidence from her hijab. I am curious who her role models are and who inspires her because it's so important for women to have someone like Saman in the mix and making space for hijab wearing women in fitness in general. I agree. In fact, I was doing research for this interview and I found myself shocked by how many women have been disqualified from competition just because they wore a hijab. I read a New York Times article about one high school athlete who discovered only after she'd finished a race that she had been disqualified for wearing her hijab because it was considered a uniform violation. And this happens in a lot of sports. It's happened in weightlifting, in basketball, I mean, even fencing. I mean, it's happened almost in every single sport. And I mean, the list just goes on and on. And it's so unfortunate. And what Saman is doing is so important for representing Muslim women everywhere. And I'm just, I'm excited to chat with her more. I mean, there's a lot to be said about being disqualified after you're done your race. Just being able to be an entertainer or be able to be an athlete and serve the purpose of entertaining with competition and then being told that you're not qualified, that alone is unjust. I'm really excited to hear Saman talk about her own experience because I know that she has been such a beacon of light for other women in this industry. Could not agree more. Monica, what do you say? We get into the interview with Saman Munir. Let's get it. What's going on, everyone? Today, we have the incredible Saman Munir here with us, and we are so excited. Welcome, Saman. Thank you for having me. So I first want to go back to when you were a teenager. Um, what was your relationship with fitness and exercising and all of that like back then? As a child, I never grew up playing any sports. Um, I didn't do much activities, to be honest with you. Um, fitness was not a thing for me at all. I'm going to be straight up. Um, I was overweight slightly in high school. And I guess when I was around 20, I think that's when I started to really like said, okay, you know what, I need to do something about myself. I need to lose weight and stuff. So I just started, you know, just taking small baby step, 
walking around the block, eating healthy, and I believe I dropped 20 pounds. And since then, it became more like, a, okay, you know what, a lifestyle, and I need to change it. But my mindset was all about doing cardio. How can I lose weight? It was not like, how can I be strong? How can I learn other things? So as I got into it, especially at the age of 37, after having my third baby, that's when I really pushed myself and said, you know what? Okay, you know, I, I want to be strong. Forget about losing weight. I changed my mindset. I said, you know what? Um, I want to be strong. I want to learn how to do push-ups. I want to learn how to do pull-ups. And that's honestly was the best decision I've ever made. And uh, here I am. I did whatever I could to achieve my goals. And obviously, you know, you have to work hard for it. You have to put your mind into it. And uh, that's how it went. Incredible. Wow. That is inspiring. We're talking 17 years of growth in a process of becoming healthier. Correct. When did you realize that your journey was inspiring others? I think when I started my fitness account, prior to that, I was a beauty blogger. So I was more into like how to put a hijab on, how to style my hijab, like more like a lifestyle. I have another page as well called Makeup Hijab. So I was really into that. And after seven, eight years, I kind of got tired of it. My husband, actually, he's the one who told me, he's like, there are not a lot of Muslim people who are um, doing workouts and stuff like that. Um, why don't you create a fitness account and inspire some Muslim people around the world, inspire everybody? Um, I said, okay, you know, so it was his idea. So I said, okay, like, let's do it together. So we both started, you know, working out, posting videos. And I believe after a week, he gave up on me. He's like, okay, I'm busy. <laughs> you can continue doing what you're doing. And honestly, from there, it just went up. Wow. So now you have this huge, incredible and inspiring platform, inspiring just hundreds of thousands of women every single day. Who are the people that inspire you? Was there anybody who was, you know, a hijabi wearing athlete that just started making you feel inspired the same way that you've now been inspiring hundreds of thousands of people? To be honest with you, growing up, there weren't a lot of hijabi athletes. Just now, I see uh, like Iftihaj Muhammad, um, there's Zaina uh, from Europe. She's a boxer. She's doing amazing. Mm -hmm. um, so there are a few, but just like now, now, like but growing up, I didn't see, I didn't have that hijabi role model. But I'm pretty sure the young girls now would have that role model because there's so many out there. Now there's so many hijabi athletes out there who are doing their thing. That is so incredible. And over the time span of starting to see more women rise up and show their strength and show their Correct. concern and, and show their leadership in fitness and wellness is also a great precursor to your journey in becoming a mom. So, you know, we've got women who want to find their health, they want to find their strength, they want to find their place and where they can lead and where they can start to express themselves. And then you also have mothers. Correct. So what were the biggest challenges in starting your journey after giving birth and becoming a mom. So obviously, um, as a mom, like, first of all, you're so busy, you feel guilty that you're not doing enough and all that stuff. But before I even um, had my kids, I was uh, working for a, an aerospace company um, as a document specialist. So after I had my daughter, I just left my job, I left my whole career. And I was like, Okay, you know what, I'm gonna take care of her. Then I had my second son. And then my third and obviously I didn't take care of myself as much. But I told myself, like, when they all started going to school, I'm going to start doing something about it. So that's when I started hitting the gym. And I said, Okay, you know what, it's time to uh, take care of myself. Because at the beginning, I remember like, before I had kids, I'm like, how are these moms, you know, doing their thing, and they don't worry about their kids. But now I realize as a mother that you need that me time that one hour where you can do whatever you want. And just, you know, just do whatever makes you happy. 
And for me, gym is my outlet. I'm just like focused on my workout. I'm focused on what I want to do. It's not about like, okay, I need to worry about this or that. So that's the me time. So it is hard. I mean, obviously, because I have clients as well, I'm juggling between my family, between my work. But you know what? When you're passionate about something, you will take that time out to do what you enjoy. Absolutely agree. I, I can relate to that so much. You know, I have a daughter and it's hard, you know, it's hard to to make the time. But like you said, when you start thinking about it that way, that you're doing this for them, like you're doing it for yourself, but it's also for them at the same mm-hmm. time. So that's incredible. All I right. love, I love talking mom stuff. So I, I, I could talk about this, forever, <laughs> but I want to go back um, to, you said yeah. something um, earlier that you didn't have you know, someone to kind of look up to a hijabi wearing athlete to kind of be inspired by what are the common misconceptions and assumptions that, you know, non-Muslims make about Muslim women in fitness? You know, how are you kind of countering those? Obviously, um, I have to thank Under Armour a lot for helping me break that stereotype that we Muslim women are capable, we're strong, we're brave, we can do whatever we want to do. Um, Under Armour has always helped me, inspired me to be stronger and to be who and what I want to do. So um, actually Under Armour has helped me break those stereotypes around the world that, you know what, Muslim women are capable and they can do whatever they want to do. So it's not easy. Even when I go to the gym, I get those looks all the time. Like, okay, what is she doing here until they see me working out? And it's like, it's, it's their perspective is totally changed. Then then it's not like they're the way they look at you. It's totally in a respectful way. Okay. You know what? She's working hard. She knows what she's doing. So it, the first look that you get is a bit annoying, but you know what? Later on, they realize, okay, you know what? Why not? I'm still capable of doing whatever I want to do. But the misconception of us hijabi women is it, it is out there. So I am trying my best to break those stereotypes. You know what? That we are capable and that we are strong and that we can do whatever we want. Because Islam really elevates the Muslim females. There is no restrictions. There's no limitation of us. So it's it's just the culture thing that puts that limitation on women. It's not the religion. I love that differentiator. Culture versus religion is incredibly mm-hmm. important when we talk about what actually is empowering and how we can separate the two, but be able to honor both. Many hijab-wearing athletes have faced backlash or have been banned from competing because of their hijabs. Correct. What would your message be to those athletes? You should be proud of your identity. Be bold. Do whatever makes you happy. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. It's just a piece of cloth on you. I don't understand what is the problem here. I, this is what I don't get. Like if you were less clothed, they call you like you're, you have more freedom or whatever. But if you were more clothed, they call you oppressed. So I don't understand that part. We should be treated all equally. If somebody wants to work out in a bikini, amazing. And if somebody wants to work out in fully clothed, we should respect that as well. There shouldn't be any difference. Absolutely. I could not agree more. I know that you worked with Under Armour on their first mm-hmm. ever sports hijab design. Um, what mm-hmm. was your role? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Um, that was the best part of being uh, the message of Under Armour. Um, it took us two years to go back and forth to design this sports hijab that I'm wearing. And honestly, it was a huge deal for me. And we came up with this amazing hijab. The sports job that I love, it's breathable, it's light, um, it honestly pushes me through. I don't need to worry about, you know, fixing my hijab all the time, especially when I'm doing boxing, I don't have to keep on fixing it. So to me, this was a huge deal with Under Armour that they came up with this awesome hijab. And now that I'm wearing the second color. Yes, to new colors, get the vibrance mm-hmm. out. We love it. <laughs> it is incredibly inspiring that you had such a huge part in that process and it takes 
a lot of staying true to yourself, staying true to your routines to really create something that supports you in motion. And support is incredibly important. I'm curious about where you feel there's room for improvement surrounding inclusion and fitness. Where can we work on that? I would love to see more hijabi athletes to be honestly part of the uh, Under Armour team. I would love to see more of a Muslim woman, you know, um, working together. That would be awesome, to be honest with you. Um, I feel like there is a lot of need to see Muslim athletes coming out together and working for brands like Under Armour or any other brand. I love that. So, you know, we we're, we talk about the large brands including Mm -hmm. more hijabi athletes in their Mm -hmm. marketing, just in general with their brands. What about the smaller ways? You know, how can other people, anyone, honestly, be more supportive of underrepresented communities in fitness? I just think we need to come together as a team, as a community and help each other out. I love to collaborate with other um, athletes as well. I love that. Collaboration is huge and it's so powerful. I've found that I've seen women who think that they need to have X amount of followers to be collaborated with. And that's just not the case. Yeah. There's so much value in who you are as an individual. Yes. Yeah. It takes a lot of us just coming together and being supportive. You know what? We got to respect each other regardless of who and what we are. And this is what I love about Under Armour, that they recognize the need of every single athlete, regardless of their color, religion, background. I think fitness is something that brings everybody together, no matter who you are, what you are. We need to involve everyone. We need to include everyone. We need to work together as a team. Yes. Our online communities are very much Mm -hmm. like teams, which is really great. We're closing a gap of any span of space between us. What is your favorite part about connecting with your community online? The, the best part about like posting all these videos are that, you know, I get a lot of ladies sending me DMs and saying how inspired they are, that they, they're happy to see someone like them who are working out and who are putting the effort. And the good part is that it's not just the females, but I'm also getting um, DMs from uh, men as well are saying like, you know, we need to see more of Muslim women in our community, you know, being strong and healthy and taking care of their bodies. Especially being a mom, um, I feel like it's really important that I am, you know, taking care of myself so my kids can see that. And I'd rather be their role model than somebody else. So I feel like it's it, it's really important. And there are times where I'm like so tired and I just like, okay, I, I just, I feel like I'm going to give up or whatever. But then when I see the positive feedback that people are being inspired and they're tagging me because they are doing my challenges, that makes me really, really happy that, okay, you know what, I'm accomplishing something. Maybe not a lot of them, but but. but at least few of them who are at least working hard and trying to do what I'm doing. So totally makes it worth it. Speaking of those fitness challenges that you're talking about (laughs) um, that you do with your community on Instagram, can you tell us how did those get started? Where did that come from? Uh, It's the most exciting thing I've ever seen on Instagram. (laughs) It's like my favorite thing when you post those challenges. It's funny because um, I actually get a lot of inspiration from TikTok. And I was one of those people who said that I don't want to have TikTok ever because I don't want to do those dancing moves and all that stuff. Because first of all, I can't even dance. So I was like, okay, so how can I move these dancing moves to workouts? And that's how I started doing reels. But I got inspired by a lot of people, of course, like you see how they do it. And then you just, you know, change it up and all that stuff. So, well, you've completely inspired me. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So it's nice to see when people, you know, tag you and they try to do the same challenge or whatever. So yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, that is so fun. I watch your videos and I'm like, man, I hope that I can just hit some squats today. We're going to do what's approachable, <laughs> but I absolutely love watching you move, Saman. You are just 
absolute poetry in motion and a complete badass. Thank you. You're welcome. I love your answers because you're you're very true to yourself and very happy to admit that you are really, really picking up and enjoying the positivity that is coming to you and that you can give to others. Absolutely. It's not always about doing something that takes an hour, takes you know, 90 minutes to do. I find that you do a lot of effective workouts in a short amount of time. Correct. So when you are tight on time, you know, what is one part of your routine that you always try to incorporate? Uh, it will be hit. Like if I don't have time, I will try to do 20 minute hits. I have like a slam ball, dumbbells, uh, agility ladders, uh, whatever I can do in 20 minutes, I'll do. But I have, I know that I will work out every single day, except one day I'll take a rest. Sundays are for the rest days, but um, I need to get my workout done. You love it. I want to finish off with this question. Going Mm -hmm. back to the Muslim community and women, what would you recommend to a Muslim woman who is very concerned about kind of losing her modesty, you know, while exercising? Because I know the goal is to be covered. So if someone is afraid to maybe go into a gym or go into a public space, because maybe that will happen to them, what would you recommend to them? Okay, so I personally, when I work out, I personally wear uh, baggy clothes. Um, I always wear a hoodie. That's just me. And especially when I do squats, I always make sure that I put a hoodie around my butt. So it's just covered. Again, that's just me. But then again, there are a lot of other Muslim girls who um, who don't wear it. They, they're comfortable with the the way they work out or whatever, or the way they dress. So that's up to them. But I personally like to be um, covered and um if it shifts a little bit, I mean, it's all, it's okay. Not a big deal. <laughs> it's all good. I love that. I find that interesting that you mentioned if there are men around, a lot of us women just in general, sometimes find it challenging to be comfortable in that space. And it's what you do that builds your confidence to be able to get the workout in. So do you have any personal mm-hmm. affirmations maybe that you say to yourself before you start your workouts or before you start your day? I just put my headphone on and I just put the loud music so I don't hear any noises around me and I just do my thing. That's it. Um, I noticed that um, if I don't wear my headphone and I'm hearing people, I lose my focus. So the best thing is just to put your music out loud. I love that. Focusing with music and just, you know, being Mm -hmm. able to be in your own world. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, So when you're blasting that music, what is your favorite type of music to listen to? You have uh, specific artists or what do you like to listen to? Uh, No, no. It's like English, French, Spanish, uh, Punjabi, Indian. It's like everything is mixed up. I don't just listen to one sort of, yeah, music. It's all mixed up. Anything that's upbeat. Yeah, sometimes I have to put on like slow R&B if I know I'm really not supposed to be going that hard in the gym. And I'm like, rest and lift, rest, (laughs) and lift. And then I need the hardcore stuff if I'm doing some hit. It all depends. That's smart. That's actually really smart. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. It it helps so much. Or like a, you know, a podcast, like, you know, sweat the details. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I love it. Do you have any um, current like goals for your fitness career or the future or for your community? What, What are you kind of working on right now? I would love to have an app. A workout app because I get a lot of people who are asking me to do online training and I just don't have the patience to sit in front of the laptop and train people online. But if I can have an app, that would be awesome. Um, what else? And my personal goal is to get one muscle up. I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but I'm working on it. You've got to be so close to that muscle up. 
I'm telling you, you are explosive. <laughs> Your push-ups are pristine. I, it's yeah, it's got to be something like man. the in between, right? It's I'm yeah. fascinated when I watch those videos of people doing their their drills. Thanks. So fun. Yeah. Under Armour's Sweat the Details will be back after a short break. Welcome back to Sweat the Details. Let's do it. I think that it's time for us to play a little game. Mm-hmm. We love to ask our guests some fun questions. And for today's game, we're playing Beyond the Barbell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Basically, we're going to alternate asking you a quick question about your other passion and community surrounding makeup and fashion. So what do you say? We get started. Sure. Let's go. You share so many different styles of hijab. What's your favorite way to wear your hijab? Oh, my God. Um, honestly, I just put it around my neck and that's it. That's the easiest way. Simple. Simple. Gets it done. Yes. I love it. Full glam or no makeup makeup look? No makeup, makeup look. Mm-hmm. I feel you there. Also, yeah. yeah, also a fan of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Simone, you look so great in a lot of different fashion styles. What is your favorite cute oh. slash casual or dress to impress? Which do you enjoy more? Uh, casual. I would say casual. Honestly, most of the time I'm in my Under Armour uh, gear. And uh, yesterday I wore a dress and my husband was really impressed. He's like, wow, you look like a woman finally wearing a dress. I don't know. I just don't like wearing dresses. I'm more of a pants and a top girl. So I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> if you could only use one makeup item for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hmm. One makeup item. Concealer. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Facts. Yes. <laughs> Those dark circles need to go. Are you, <laughs> it's all you need to get yeah, today. I don't know. It's just a life-changing thing. It just is. pick those eyes yeah. up. Yeah. I actually didn't start using concealer until like the last year. Oh my gosh. I yeah. Know. Oh. I know. I'm new. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think I know the answer to this one, but are you a five-minute makeup girl or as long as it takes? Oh, no, no. Five minutes. I don't have time. don't have patience uh, to do that. I used to be like a <laughs> half an hour, 45 minutes. No, no. I'm a five-minute makeup girl. That's it. Done. We got kids. We got stuff to do. Yeah. I feel. We're yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Saman. My pleasure. Please tell us where we can find you on your socials. Okay, so on my Instagram, you can find me at SFM underscore fitness. If you're interested in looking about makeup or, you know, or a little bit of a glam, whatever, that would be makeup, hijabs, and TikTok again, SFM underscore fitness. Love it. Bam. Saman, thank you so much for taking us through a little peek into your fitness journey, your community, even a little bit of your previous styling and makeup life. It's been incredibly enlightening and really inspiring to see what you've done and forged a path for so many other women. So thank you so much for joining us today. We really look forward to our next conversation with you. Thank you so much for having me, Monica and Meg. It was absolutely pleasure talking to you guys. That was fantastic talking to Saman about just pioneering her own fitness journey and really starting a community and continuing to challenge them in different ways. Meg, what was your favorite part about our interview with Saman? I think uh, it made me emotional when she started talking about 
just not feeling like she had any representation or anybody to be inspired by kind of growing up. And like, I can relate to that on every level. You know, we have very different experiences with that, but it's still the same pain. It's still the same just defeat that you feel. And so hearing her kind of explain that and knowing that she's got this big platform that she's consistently just inspiring everyone around her, it's, it just makes my heart feel full, honestly. And that just shook me up. I tried not to cry, but I think my voice got shaky. <laughs> in the I completely there. feel you on that one. And it's so beautiful to have been able to share that energy with both of you. I think that for me, I listen to the things that she was doing and how she really took it upon herself to discover what she needed. Although you can't find that necessarily in the industry or in media, someone that looks like you or represents or shares the same religion, but you can still find it within yourself to take care and be healthy. That is incredible to me also. And I really enjoyed that time with her. And it's definitely a goal of mine to make sure that I am staying well aware of, you know, who is watching and who is listening and how even the smallest things that we do can positively affect others. So I think that is a good segue for us to talk about our goals. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I am ready. <laughs> All right, Meg. So this is the part where we're going to talk about what it is that we've been working on. What are our personal goals at the moment and how all of our listeners and community can help support us. So what you been working on over there, Meg? Well, I'm doing my absolute best to just keep going at this point. Like I, I've been trying to make like goals around numbers, you know, around the amount of weight I'm putting on the bar. And it's just not really the most realistic thing for me to do right now since I'm starting my IVF treatment. And so I'm just trying to slow things down a little bit and just keep moving. That is my goal. Every day, whether it's just going outside for a walk or whether it's getting underneath a barbell, I'm just trying to keep moving. So for me, it's just pulling it back a little bit, taking it easy, and we'll see what happens. I'm sure you'll hear all about <laughs> my journey as we start changing up my goals. My goals are probably going to change more from a fitness goal to a wellness goal. Since during that period of my IVF treatment, I'm not allowed to actually even walk. I can't even walk around the block. I have to be very just still and protect my insides. So that's what I'm going to be doing moving forward. I was really sad when I found out that I'm going to have to stop what I'm doing for a little bit, but it's okay because that's the best part about goals is that you can always come back to them. They're always there. There's always that opportunity to reach for a goal, whether it's now, whether it's three months from now, it's all beautiful in my eyes. What about you? Can you share about your goals right now? Because I need I need to hear like some excitement because I was kind of sad this morning thinking about all of that. Hey, I am literally just, I can feel your energy and you still have so much inspiration within you to get connected in this way. And, and I have similar goals. Like I love hearing you talk about protecting your insides. Like we can, we can slow down sometimes and make it a goal to literally what feels like going the opposite way is actually just a fork in the road and how we're taking a different path that can really parallel with what it is that we were working towards. So it might've been numbers before, and now we're working towards a little bit more of the internal connection. And I feel the same way. I'm looking for internal connection, you know, as you guys no, or if you're just tuning in now, I am fighting for cancer research in November. And, you know, yes, the fight is physical. There's a lot of training, but I want to connect with more 
warriors of cancer, the warriors who are going through treatment, the people who are really battling this disease, and I, I want to do what I can there. So whether it's taking care of myself so that I can donate blood, being in good health so that I can lead others to do a blood drive or, you know, staying connected and doing something virtually for that community because, you know, we can't just go in hospitals and visit people anymore. I'm looking to make that connection both internally within myself and within this community. And that is the real fight right now. So, you know, it's, it's, I'm going to keep moving, right? But how can I keep my mind and soul at the center of this overall goal? And, you know, I think that you and I will have very similar answers, but I want to know how can we support you, Meg, in, you know, reaching this goal of this personal connection and this slowdown and this different type of learning your body? Um, you know, for me, I feel like whenever I share anything online, normally it's something that I'm really excited about, something that I'm really proud of that I've done for the first time or that I finally did successfully for the first time. And lately I haven't been able to do that. I don't have any PRs. I don't have, you know, these magnificent things that I can share just because I have to be patient with myself right now and my body. And so for me, it's just still having that community there because sometimes it can feel like if you're not doing the big shiny things, that it's not as important. The slowdown isn't as important. The rest isn't as important, but it really is. It's probably the most important part because I know that after this, it's going to be a very different experience for me. So honestly, just send me a heart emoji. That would be great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just anything to acknowledge for me. What about you? How can we support you? What you're doing is just like, wow. <laughs> Thank you. I, you know, I feel the same. I think that it's easy to feel like if we don't have something big or something that feels like a huge accomplishment to share, then we are not worthy of sharing or it's not worthy of a post or whatever it is, you know, and there, we underestimate the power of just checking in with a person and sending a little bit of love, maybe an emoji or something. So I am more than happy to also receive interaction in general and, and really continue to cultivate that energy together. So, and Honestly, it helps me to see just women supporting women. So even if, you know, you're not hitting my page, you're not hitting Meg's page or the Under Armour Women's page just yet. Like if you're hitting your friends up and saying, hey, boo, how you doing? I am so happy to see and feel that energy. So that's how you guys can help us out. And please, please share your goals with us. Meg, tell them where they can find you. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Meg.Bogs and Twitter at Meg5Bogs and TikTok at Meg.Bogs. What about you, Mon? Yeah, we're ticking and talking. I love it. Yeah, yeah. You can find me at Train With Mon on all platforms and keeping it real simple there. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been incredible. Just an amazing conversation. I feel very, very connected to you all. And let's send them home, Meg. Until next time, stay tuned in, stay motivated. And don't forget to sweat the details. Bye. Bye. If you liked what you heard on the show, subscribe for free or follow the show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review. Sweat the Details is a collaboration with Under Armour and iHeartRadio. Our show is hosted by me, Monica Jones. And me, Meg Boggs. Our executive producers are Jess Schreibstein, Giselle Lewis-Archbald, Molly Sosha, and Maya Cole. Our producers are Kelly Antoll, Layla Kadrain, Emma Osborne, and Alejandra Arevalo. And our sound editor and engineer is Sarah Gibble-Laska. 
Keep up the latest news in women's fitness by following Under Armour at Under Armour Women and at Under Armour. 